I like too because he is unapologetically himself in all of his relationships. And I think a lot of times people sacrifice too much of who they are to please other people, uh, not just romantic relationship, but even in our society, as we go on our day-to-day lives, we're always trying to lessen who we are to sort of uplift other people. And two does not do that, honey. Trust. He is like, I am two and I am here and I am positive and I am sunshine. It's going to be a really neat behind the scenes. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. Because something always magical happens. Wait, what? Did you just make that up? Hey, it's Meredith for real, the curious introvert. Listen each week as I talk with someone new. The topics are as ADD as I am, but they'll inspire you to stay curious and grow. Big thanks to our location sponsor, the UWF Historical Trust. Hey, Curiositors, it's me, Meredith. Welcome to the second episode in my love and relationship series. Now, never have I ever had seven people on the podcast at once. These seven people are the cast and producers of a film in the making called Relationship Killers. It was a fun challenge, and they brought both the laughs and the insight. Be sure to check the links in the episode description to show some support so that the film can happen. As of the debut of this episode, there are 30 days left in their campaign. Maybe you're a fellow creative and you understand the heart that goes into a project like this and how awkward it can be to ask for money. Or maybe you're just a fan of the show and you have five bucks to spare. Whatever the case... I think you'll enjoy the relationship lessons learned from the cast as their characters developed in the storyline. Remember to find me on Instagram. Just look for the yellow logo. It's Meredith for real. And let me know what you consider your top relationship killers. Okay, on with the show. So is reality stranger than fiction or is reality just strange enough to inspire fiction? Today's guests will be sharing about their inputs and insights given and gained from their real lives and those they play in the film Relationship Killers. It's a dark comedy that centers around mental health and a secret that may ruin one couple's first therapy session. Please welcome writer Noah Waters III and his delightful cast of characters on and off screen. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hello. So I'm really excited to see more of how these characters play out in the film, especially since y'all let me in on the table reading. As as we were, you know, y'all were going through it, I couldn't help but associate the characters, different characters, with people I knew in real life. With the exception of uh, E's character, because it totally reminded me of Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I never thought of that, but that's so, that's such a lovely takeaway. Right? A hundred percent. And Noah, as a writer, you have said that you prefer character driven writing as opposed to co- a concept first approach. When you were writing the characters for this film, did they, did you have the characters first and then you put them into the scenarios or did some of the characters show up in your imagination as pairs? Um, so uh, the character of Braven was first. Um, she existed in the larger world, Lethal Ladies, 
first. Like she, she had her own thing. Um, and I knew her backstory pretty well. Um, and then Betty Green originally had a, a, a different backstory in the, in the larger world. And then in creating relationship killers, I drilled down into their backstory, why they do what they do, why they say what they say, which kind of became plot. Like it became uh, what the storyline was. Um, so same thing, but um, it was just getting that much more specific is what dictated their, uh, you know, the, the story of our film. And that makes it so relatable and the characters seem so real because of it. So I'm totally totally invested in this now <laughs> and I'd love to do a quick round robin um, and we'll start with Carly but the question is what has getting to know your character and Carly I know you're not a character but work with me girl um, what has getting to know your character taught you about relationships and if you could tell the listeners your real name real name and then your uh, your character's name and kind of you know who they are in relationship to the story, that would be helpful as well. So Carly, kick it off for us, girl. Okay, so um, my name is Carly Steichen. I'm actually not a character in the film. I am the director of photography, um, but that means that I take on the responsibility of giving the film its character. I, um, I put it all in a big picture instead of just one person i'm worried about the whole thing um and so for me this project has allowed me to uh look at my own relationships and try to bring those dynamics to what i'm trying to bring to the screen the dynamics of the bigger picture of everything yes i love that um hi i'm lexi mccowan and i play Betagrain. uh I feel like my character has definitely, I mean, I'm not anywhere close to being as, let's put it, anal as my character. Um, but definitely I feel like from certain parts of the film that communication and vulnerability are definitely something that needs to happen more often um, and not to be afraid of it because you never know if it might be the demise of your relationship. It's always great to bring it up and do it in a way that's productive for both people in the relationship. That's so true. I can, I relate to your, <laughs> your character. I was like, I know that girl. She lives inside of me. <laughs> 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 and, and it's so true because people with um, a very... Um, whatever that personality type is called, kind of maybe a personality type, who knows, but when they tend to uh, correct their partner's grammar while in the middle of a verbal confrontation, they're mm -hmm. also the person very committed to not being vulnerable. So that's such a good insight. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. I think we all have an inner Betty and an inner Braden. It just depends what monster we <laughs> oh, depends on the mood. Um, Right, exactly. I'm Asia Loren. I play Braven. Uh, me and Betty are married. Um, and I think, I mean, I mean, what Betty said, a thousand percent vulnerability is, is one of the main takeaways um, that I, I mean, I, it's teaching me in my own personal life, but also um, people receive love differently. 
and learning how to give it the way that they can receive it. We we kind of explore that me and Betty, we, you know, we're we're in love, we've been together for a while, but we're missing the mark. We're not we're not giving and receiving the way we think we are. Um, and so that's something even in my personal life that I'm, you know, trying to maneuver around and learn how to pay attention to people and what they need from me. And then also show people what I need from them. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so true. And that applies to romantic and platonic relationships. Everyone has a language yeah. of love, or you might feel more comfortable calling it a language of appreciation if you're in an office setting. But regardless of what you label it, it is something that connects with that person um, when you're speaking to them. So I love that insight so much. Yes. Man, you all are so good. Absolutely. <laughs> My name is uh, Jerry Angelo. I play the character of Dr. D. And uh, uh, thanks for having us on here, Meredith. This is this kind of cool. We get to see everyone in a different uh, a different light instead of just doing our table reads. Uh, but, you know, uh, Dr. D's character, um, what I learned from him is that he just knows everything already. He just, um, he, he, he believes that just because someone says something, he already knows how to analyze someone's entire life and their relationship. And um, I think that's impossible to do, and it's it's a terrible it's terrible to even try to um, think that you can do that. Like even if people do this in real life, um, you know, as far as where I'm at, I just, I'd like to keep things present, and we're ever changing and maturing. And um, the reason, oh, I can't say what happens to him, can I, Noah? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I'm glad I don't. I carry on, but anyway. Um, I believe that, you know, everyone gets, you know, the universe brings to you what you deserve and what you've manifested in your life. And there's, you know, uh, if you get a flat tire or something like that, for some way or reason, the way you handle that and the way why it comes to you, there's a reason for it. Um, and if you choose to take it, uh, you know, take a, a positive approach to it, then then you're in good shape. And if you take a negative approach to it, then you're going to, you know, that's, that's where you're at. So Dr. D has some um, some karma, some big karma coming his way. Why do I feel like I have just been in the best therapy session already? Just from like <laughs> hearing all of your wonderful insights. This is great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> tragedy, lots of tragedy. Yes, yes. Oh, man. But you survive. What, what doesn't kill you makes you better. We'll find out. And, and then also Einstein says uh, whatever about stupid, like, doing the same thing over and over makes you stupid or there's some kind of more intelligent way of saying that. But if you learn those two, then you're in good shape. Yes, exactly. Einstein said that's the definition of insanity. Insanity. That. There we yeah. go. Yes. Yeah, so no. Dr. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> Hi, my name is Janet Lopez and I'm the producer. And after I'm also playing just a small role of, um, of a girl crying in the waiting room. <laughs> but after reading the script, I was intrigued by seeing everybody perform it. It just came to life. I think one of the greatest lessons that I came out of, like, I think that anybody can reflect while watching this film, but I feel like everybody has, I don't want to say a hidden secret or something that you don't want your partner to know about you at least to a certain extent, whether it's because you're embarrassed by it or 
you think it's going to affect the relationship and you just don't know when to bring it up or if you should or shouldn't. So that's something that, um, you know, you can learn from that. Like sometimes it's not as bad as you think it's going to be, or sometimes you should just let it all out there and let that person accept you for who you are regardless. Cause it's going to come out no matter what, or it's going to affect your relationship. So, you know, whatever it is, just think about it. And if it's something that, if it's you, it's, if it's a part of you, then maybe that's something that you want to share. That's so wise. And it complements what Jerry said about not being committed to be, not being vulnerable, but instead purposely choosing vulnerability. That's beautiful. Yeah. All right, E? Uh, I'm E. Tally the second, and I play the fabulous two. And what I like about, about two, yes, I see you, um, Asia girl, yes. <laughs> yes, the fabulous two. <laughs> And uh, I like too because he is unapologetically himself in all of his relationships. And I think a lot of times people sacrifice too much of who they are to please other people, uh, not just romantic relationship, but even in our society, as we go on our day-to-day -day lives, we're always trying to lessen who we are to sort of uplift other people. And two does not do that, honey. Trust. He is like, <laughs> I am two and I am here and I am positive and I am sunshine. And even though there are some who challenge him, they shall go <laughs> nameless <laughs> to see the film in order to see who challenges two and all of his positivity. Hallelujah. But <laughs> no, but too is uh is just very assured of who he is and knows it and and goes forth with his truth. And I like that. I like it too. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so great. I, I, love, I love the brightness that your character brings to the whole scenario too, because, um, you know, as I said in the intro, it is a dark comedy, but that doesn't mean there isn't comedy. So I love that you're, it's your character that brings the comedy and it's not necessarily like a slapstick type thing. It's really just um, your character being, like you said, authentic. That's fantastic. Okay, well, mm -hmm. the next thing that I would love to ask the people who are or have been married is to weigh in. <laughs> Lexi, girl, I'm going to pitch this to you. So just you get ready. <laughs> uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there was one other person that has been married in the cast, correct? Gary. Yeah, yeah. So you're not being singled out, I promise, I promise. So yeah, not just you, not just you. Um, so this was some advice that someone gave to me. And I actually, I thought it was pretty good advice, but I would love to hear what you think about it. So Lexi, we'll, we'll start with you since your heart rate already raised because you thought I was singling you out. Um, so the advice was that marriage isn't always 50-50, but it should always equal 100. What do you oh, think? I love that. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> what do you think, Lexi? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, personally, I think it's 100, 100, always both of you put in 100%. And like, it's not gonna happen all the time. Um, you know, some days you're not feeling yourself, you're getting, you know, stressed out at work, and you just can't, you don't feel like cooking or cleaning, you don't feel like, you know, doing anything but vegging. And, you know, it's the responsibility of the other person to person person <laughs> to pick up that slack 
um, not not that it's slack, but it's like, you know, to take care of the other person and to make sure that they're okay so that you both can be continuing on with the 100%. It's similar to what I've told you about, about the A and C thing. Yeah, explain that. Oh, okay. Um, so there's this thing called the A and C technique where um, the person who's in the A position is, you know, the caretaker, the um, the person that listens and wants to emotionally like help you and is listed you know in in that caretaking mode then the c person is the person who is in that moment being vulnerable and uh sharing what's up whether it's hey you said something um or there's this this thing that was going on earlier today and it really got me thinking and you know spiraling down overthinking about our relationship and just want to talk about it uh the role of the A person in that situation is to listen and to see what's going on. And the person in the C position talks about what, what's, what's happening and kind of like after they talk about it, they're supposed to be like, I don't know what I really, if you do know, then you can say like, Oh, I could really just go for a hug right now. Or uh, I'd appreciate it if we could in the future, not, not say these kind of things in that way. Um, And the person in the A position goes okay yeah I can I can give you a hug or you know even if you can't do it in the moment because sometimes you guys are in a drop down drag them out fight and it's hard to want to give that person the affection or whatever they it is they need so you'd be like you know I I cannot do that right now but you know what I I promise that I will work on it I just need to step away from the situation. Mm-hmm. So it, it really gives the opportunity for each cup, uh, each person in the relationship to be vulnerable and have that, have that care, that care given, and you won't feel ignored and you won't feel like you need to shut down. It keeps that openness in the relationship and it really helps with communication and keeping that flow going. I love that. I hope that made sense. Yeah, it <laughs> totally did. Jerry, what do you think about the 50, 50, 100 advice? Yeah. So, uh, you know, um, I think first of all, for each individual, if they take it in a positive sense, then it's, then that, that's a, that's the best first way to take it, whether it's 50% or hundred percent. If you're optimistic and looking at that, if you're looking at it as a challenge, um, then there could, there, that there could be some issues in there because there can be resentment. If you're not, if your partner is not you know, upholding their part of the deal or, you know, reaching the helping reach the hundred percent. Uh, in my, when I was a little less mature and learning relationships, I would say, you know, it's like throwing up all the cards and it's, even though you're, you're capable of catching all the cards, it requires both members to catch, you know, to make, to catch their fair share of cards. So not the, it's not just one or the other. Um, what's changed in me is from my relationship and, um, having a, having had a marriage that didn't work out um, and just, you know, like I said, maturing, I just, what's most important, I put all the, um, regardless of the other person, it's a hundred percent on me to keep myself in alignment and centered and grounded. And if I'm in that place, uh, all the things that I'm responsible or the things that I need to take care of are, are being taken care of. They're being nurtured. Um, they're healthy. Everything's in a, like say in a high frequency, like you're operating in your life at the, you know, in the best capacity as you can be. So um, 
you know, whether you're reaching 80% or 100% in whoever's eyes or whatever, but you're, you're clearly in a good spot. So you're able to, to give a million percent. If you're starting to take away from yourself, then you're, you're going to be less helpful. And then you start to feel like you have to make up for something. And I don't think you should always, that's not a good place to come from. It's not the healthiest place to come from. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's very good words of wisdom. And I love how you worded that. Hey everyone, just a quick interruption to show gratitude to our sponsors and give you some special deals. So I don't have kids, but I also want to tell you about It's Your Magazine. They're a national family-centered publishing company with free parent magazines. They have parenting advice, events, and inspiration. I'm actually in a networking group with a publisher, and this guy is all about family. You can view a free magazine in cities in Texas, Oregon, Washington, and Florida by checking them out at itsyourmagazine.com. The UWF Historical Trust. We shoot the show at the Museum of Commerce and the Pensacola Museum of History. And it's not just an amazing step back into the 18 and 1900s, but it's an event space too. And because they love creative collaborations and have spaces for all party sizes, they're pretty much the perfect venue to make your event stand out. So if you need a unique space in downtown Pensacola, take a look at historicpensacola.org. And if you want to tour one of the 12 museums, get your tickets in person so you can show the agent one of my emails and get $2 off an adult ticket. Get emails by texting REAL to 66866. And insect. So I've always felt iffy about pesticides. Then the mosquitoes got so bad, I would get covered in them from walking from my house to the car. I called insect, and to say I've been impressed is an understatement. When the treatment wasn't quite doing it, the owner actually came to my house. He found the breeding sites, identified the species of mosquito, and adjusted my treatment to that species. That's when I found out he's also a beekeeper, and pollinator issues are always top of mind. So if you're in the Florida Panhandle, or Gulf Coast of Alabama, give them a call, ensec.net. Now back to the show. This this film is called Relationship Killers, kind of referring to the cardinal sins of, you know, the things that end partnerships, right? Um, e, I would love to have you weigh in on this. What would you classify as maybe the top two relationship killers that you've either observed or experienced? Uh, not to, uh, one thing is uh, lying. Um, Cause I think that uh, if you lie, you will eventually uh, get caught. And the longer it takes to get caught, the more damage it will have on the relationship. Mm. Um, and then uh, tied to that is having strong communication. If you don't talk about what you're going through, uh, then uh, those feelings will just fester and they can really damage the relationship as well. Um, and some, and it's hard to talk to your partner about truth and what's going on. Like I like what Lexi and uh, Jerry were saying, but particularly what Lexi was saying, you know, like when you're going through stuff, Sometimes it's very difficult to articulate to your partner what exactly you're going through. And your partner wants you to talk like, please talk to me. Tell me what's going on. And sometimes you're just not there or able to talk about it. And so 
finding a way to work through that so that both parties can constructively get to the point where they can communicate, that takes work, you know. Um, and <laughs> I see you, Lexi, and I love this hair. You know, this is the first time I've seen Lexi with her hair, like, draped. And it is fabulous. I'm like, I'm going to have to let my hair down. But anyway. <laughs> but yes, uh, uh, lying... Uh, lying hurts it, hurts a relationship, and lack of communication hurts it in major ways if you don't tackle it truthfully. Mm, preach. Lying is, <laughs> for me, that's the number one. If you lie, where do we go from here, you know? That is a relationship killer. Noah, uh, you are in what phase of production for this film? Tell us about where that's at and how people can support the uh, progression of that. So we're in like prep stage three, basically. Uh, there's been, you know, a variety of delays and things of that nature because of, um, I'm just going to say 2020. And yeah. That'd, that'd be the explanation for a lot of it. But uh, say COVID. Yeah, we, <laughs> COVID. I've, I've been, uh, I've been working on the screenplay over over two years um and uh, it, it's kind of stayed the same as far as um what happens you know the 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 points um and then uh as a this current cast and crew we've been prepping for um how long six six eight months it seems like forever because we you know we were going to shoot couple months ago and then that got delayed and then um feels but, like a year uh, it's been a year I feel like it's, it's, no uh, june or july like june i think june really i don't know Maybe july. it seems like a long time um but uh, time. everyone everyone's put in a lot of work um i'm very very hard on my cast you know i, I don't let them get away with anything um I work with them. I collaborate with them, but you know, I, I everyone's gotten at least 400 homework assignments. You know, uh, I, I'm very, very, oh, yeah. I don't want to say picky. I'm specific, but I'm still collaborative and let, let them take ownership of all of their choices. Um, so that's, that's kind of where we are. You know, we've been in like a virtual prep, if you will, for uh, a long time. We've been doing virtual rehearsals. Um, uh, and then we've done some, um, you know, COVID safe in-person th uh, things uh, a few times just for spacing. And so that me and Carly can kind of get a, an eye on what we, we look like from a, a spatial awareness situation. Um, and then as far as helping, you know, it's, it's, uh, I'm my, my last word, my last name is the end in Spielberg. So no one, no one's going to give me a, a check to uh, uh, go make what I want. So this is a, uh, you don't know that. This is a passion This is a passion Ask project. two to give you the money. <laughs> we, uh, we're, you know, we are fundraising through, um, you know, fan and crowd support. Uh, we're doing it through the platform Indiegogo. Uh, and that is an active campaign that we are continuing, uh, to work on, um, me and my company uh, are partnering with Jerry 
and his company, uh, Rocket Pig, who are helping with the that side of the the fundraising and everything. Um, so that's kind of where we are now. Um, I think as a as a cast, like we're ready to go, you know, or they're ready to go rather. Um, and you know, we just need money in the bank to greenlined everything. Yes. Well, I'm hoping that this uh, chat that we had today is a great way to paint the picture of the treasure trove that this story delivers. Um, And as we wrap up here, can you give people like, if you were going to give one website for them to connect with you and the the cause of this film, what would that be? Um, When does this drop? Um, it's going to be in February. This is, I had to figure out what day it was. Yes. So on (laughs) Monday, it will drop on Monday. (laughs) Okay, cool. So then our, our, our Indiegogo campaign will still be active. Okay. Um, and then we have accounts on every social media platform at relationship killers film, uh, except for Twitter. I had to change it up because of someone else already had that. (sighs) Yeah, the nerve. Uh, and uh, but I'll give um, we have a link tree that um, I'll send to Meredith and she can put in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. I will. I'll make sure I put it in the show notes and it'll be in the email and all over social media because this is such a, a fun film and a fun way of um, talking about the uh, about relationships, which we can all relate to. So thanks, guys. That's a wrap. Woo. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, you'll also like the episode on the importance of boundaries and self-care in relationships. It's episode 15. Stay tuned next week when I talk with a sex educator who will give tips on how to have healthier attitudes towards sex and who compares attitudes towards sex in the USA to that of India. It's going to be good. I'll see you then.